1: very special Thanksgiving edition of Create Your Shot. As always, I am Tyler Laurie and I'm joined up in Philadelphia. Actually, I think he's in Pittsburgh for Thanksgiving, but my first co-host, Chris Smalls, Angelo Smalls, how are you doing?
2: I'm good. I am in Pittsburgh uh, celebrating the Thanksgiving holiday. Uh, I will be back in Philadelphia Friday as we have our first official scrimmage Cardinal O'Hara basketball, Saturday at 1 o'clock against Garnett Valley. Do not ask me for stats or video. This is a closed scrimmage, and we can't reveal anything, baby. So Smalls is missing all the practice to be in
1: Pittsburgh, but he is going to be there for the scrimmage. I'll what be back, back for Friday,
2: Friday practice, baby, a little prep
1: time. Also joining us in Maryland, as usual, Andrew Bart. And Bart, what have you got going for Thanksgiving?
0: Not a whole lot. I'm going to watch the Colt McCoy show taken to Dallas
1: yeah we'll get into some NFL stuff in a minute but why don't you give us unfortunately the streak came to an end tough week for uh, the create your shot podcast picking winners but why don't you give us the uh, rundown of last week
0: well Smalls was on the uh, verge of going 5-0 and until Tyler jinxed the game so we went 7-8 and eight as a group just to complain a little bit my loss is this week BC minus one and a half. They lose on a 72-yard DeAndre Francois bomb. The texans redskins game doesn't go under because Alex Smith decides to throw a bunch of picks, which he never does, which pushes that game over. Then Colt McCoy comes comes in, and he moves the ball better than Smith. So that game goes over by, uh, I think it was 23-21, so I missed that by two points. And then the Saints-Eagles game we already complained about. The last 13 minutes, I think we get one field goal because Carson Wentz and the Eagles just suck. Hold
1: on a second. How, how did I reverse jinxus? Smalls texted us and said, "Boom, the game's
2: over." Yeah, you guys pulled me into that. You how how did that happen? I thought, Smalls I, thought you,
0: I thought you started that one.
2: Mm-hmm. No. I was watching I think you started was- the conversation. You started the conversation of it going over, and I just was like, it, "It's like walking me in." You know, you walk me in, so I just agreed. No, I. You texted.
1: You texted. Game over. Boom. Five and zero, oh, and that we, we would have gone. We would have gone. What eight and seven? No, we would have gone. Yeah, eight and seven as a unit because Bart had that game too. But no, we would have won nine. We would have been nine and six. I can't do math. But
0: let's see here. I'm looking that. at it. 6.30 Eastern, Tyler Smalls, real chance to carry the squad to 5-0. Yeah, that's blocking that's me into it. Uh-oh, Smalls, I think, I think I'm wrong here.
1: Yeah, I didn't do anything. Smalls, just Smalls
0: at 7-10. Smalls, Texas, winner, winner, 5-0. Tyler, I mean, what a week. We needed it. Smalls finally went 5-0. and 0. <laughs> <laughs> Then Mr. Negative Me, this isn't a touchdown yet, and that's when the Saints – kicked the field goal up a million points and then the Eagles just did nothing the rest of the game. That's more Tyler, I again. apologize. Tyler, I apologize. I appreciate
1: that. If I told you guys before the week, and again, I was the one last week on the show saying like, "Hey, the Eagles don't score a lot of points. They've only scored 25 once this year." If I told you you got 48
2: points from the Saints, how much money would you have bet on over Whoa. 56? Oh my god. I'd put I put it all. Cuz you just figure You'd figure the the Eagles wouldn't be that incompetent. Like, you didn't want yourself to believe they would be that Especially incompetent. Especially if you tell
0: it me really Josh was. Adams is going to break a 28-yard touchdown <laughs> run. I, I would think Carson Wentz could do so, something.
2: Yeah, something. Like, oh my god, you don't – like a garbage-time touchdown or something to spark the
0: team. Beat Not this a garbage-time touchdown. I didn't think that game would be close, but I thought Philly would score 17 I know. to twenty I thought score points. <laughs>
1: Even when they 14. hit when they hit uh, Kamara on the wheel route on fourth and seven for a touchdown, in my mind, I was spending money on that over. Like I was like, "There's no way if, that, if Sean Payton's going for it on fourth and seven, like there's just no way this isn't going over." And then, like I said, I think you're right, Bart. I think it, they got a field goal. That was the last TD, and that was early in the fourth quarter, right? With
0: 13 so, minutes left in the game, I believe we needed one more touchdown. The Saints drove down and then kicked the field goal inside the 10. Then Philly got it to the inside the fifteen after like a PI or something and then just went backwards.
1: Yeah, went through a pick, right? That's how the, that's how it ended. Like he they threw were, a they pick,
0: were... but first they either had an OPI or a holding call that moved it back. I think Tate might have got a offensive pass interference. I forget what it was. I, I was watching only to sweat the over at that point.
1: It's all bad. Hey Bart, real quick, how many winning weeks had we had in a row until last week?
0: It was six in a row before that.
1: Six in a row. So we really we need to get back on the winning shot. But so we, it, what is it week? This is the thirteenth week we've done this. So we had
0: six the last six. last week didn't hurt too much. If you if you took all of our picks, you lost one point eight units. It's not terrible. Going seven and eight, just disappointing after the run we've been on.
2: Yeah, well, guys, I, I have something special to just you know address everybody in this situation, and I, I just like to take some time uh, to the fans and everybody in the CYS army. I'm sorry. I'm extremely sorry we were hoping for an undefeated betting season. That was my goal. Something Create Your Shot has never done here. I promise you one thing. A lot of goodwill will come out of this. You will never see any touts and podcasters in the entire country gamble as hard as we will gamble the rest of the season. You will never see someone push the rest of a podcast as hard as I will push Create Your Shot the rest of the season, you will never see a group of podcasters gamble harder than we will for the rest of the season. God bless.
0: <laughs> I'm not sure how to respond there. Smalls, are you all right? Sorry, guys, it broke down there. I'm sorry. I did just, Florida, I did Florida
1: win the national championship after Tim Tebow gave that speech?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just need to know because I am not planning on losing games for the rest of the year that
2: was all that was, was something special for you bart
0: i texted this to both of you i didn't really get much of a response i've got too many winners this week can i give out all eight of them this week a little special thanksgiving treat i'm feeling really giving for the holidays
1: you can give out eight winners but you have to pick four five that count for your record
0: i want all eight to count
1: let's okay let's let's do it you want to give out eight winners you can give out eight uh, all right, let's do, real quick, before we get into Thanksgiving games, so Rams-Chiefs on Monday night, it was the highest over of all time, 64 in the NFL, the game goes to 105, someone tell me that they bet the over, since I, could, I did not pull the trigger on Mm-mm. it, like an idiot, Bart?
0: I didn't bet it, and throughout the game, as the number just got up to 70, 75, 80, I really wanted to fire a live under, but I couldn't bring myself to do it, luckily.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I think, like, every time you see...
0: The only bet during the game that I'm disappointed I missed out on, when the Rams jumped out early, there was a Chiefs plus 10.5 line, but it was minus 140 or 145, and I didn't really want to lay the extra juice, which was just stupid because that was just free money.
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean, every time you see an over that's that high, you think, like, oh, man, there's no way this can happen. It's the NFL. Same in college, and we'll talk about that a little later, but, like... How is that? We got to take overs. Anytime you see it, it's like 65, I'm like, all right, we'll do it. So this week, Saints-Falcons, we'll, we'll dive into the Thanksgiving games, but Saints-Falcons is the is 60 this week. So I don't think I'm taking it because, I mean, I don't know. I'm a, I guess I'm just a loser in the NFL. But a uh, real quick degen story time, Bart. I didn't tell you about this, but before we get into Thanksgiving games, so a uh, real quick one for you guys. I, I bricked Utah State's over of 68 this weekend, right? It closed at 65. So, Bart actually bet a couple of my picks, and I think he took Utah State, and he told me about it beforehand, so he knew it was a loser, but I was in the Costco parking lot on Saturday, and I knew this was an earlier game, and Bart asked me about Utah State, and I was like, well, I took it at 68, you should take it at 65, and he asked me if it was a $100 bet, because I can't win any triple-digit bets. So, when I saw it was 65, I hopped on my phone, hopped on betonline.ag, and added Fifty bucks to the over, so I had it for fifty bucks at sixty eight, and then stupidly oh. bet it for fifty bucks at sixty five as well. Oh. So little little uh, D gen action, nothing like losing a bet twice with a better number. But th- the problem was I should have made the sixty five bet for forty nine, and I guarantee we would have won ninety nine bucks. But so that's the uh, D gen story of the week. But let's go Thanksgiving games: Lions, Bears, in the NFL, Skins, Cowboys, Falcons, Saints. Small start with you. Mm-hmm. Chase Daniel not playing for the Bears.
0: Mitchell Trubisky. And the,
1: oh yeah, Chase Daniel is playing. Yeah, Mitchell that, Trubisky's out. Correct. on Johnson and Marvin Jones out. Lions Bears seems like a real dud of a game. Yeah, you know what are you excited about? Just, just in general in the NFL well, on, on uh, Thanksgiving.
2: Yeah, in general in the NFL. I mean, uh, taking a look at that game, I still think the Bears actually win that game. The Lions are are not very good at home, and I think the Bears' defense is is going to take control of this one, and I think they're going to win. Uh, Chase Daniel. Uh, who knows? Who knows? Who's seen this guy play for a long time? He stinks. Uh, but I think they'll rally and they'll end up winning the game. I'm excited, obviously, for Redskins Cowboys. And I, I know the Eagles are pretty much, for all intents and purposes, out of it. Even though the NFC East is so bad, but this is a huge game. Uh, it's a good NFC East showdown. You're really, whoever wins this game, I think, actually ends up winning the NFC East. I'll admit that. And can the Redskins, can Colt McCoy, who I think is a pretty good backup quarterback, can he beat the Cowboys in Cowboys territory, ruin Jerry Jones's life? Uh, that would be epic for me the Saints, I'm just excited to see them score a ton of points, and they're going to blow out the Falcons, so that's what I'm seeing from this slate on Thanksgiving, and you know, I love just like sitting around, having a couple beers, eating some uh, food, and watching football.
1: Yeah, I mean, everybody seems to think, and I'll let Bart go on this one, because this is his guy, but everybody seems to think that like Colt McCoy is going to be pretty good, and I know he's, Bart even said he's been in the system for a while, like, but
0: he's been He's been there forever, Jay Gruden loves him. I think jy Jay Gruden really wanted to start him and let cousins walk a couple of years ago if if he had his druthers
1: i mean isn't but Cole McCoy was so he started the last time he started was two thousand and fourteen right He was one and four in two thousand fourteen. The one win being I believe over the Cowboys, but I think it was at home like I'm not saying that, I don't think Dallas, This the, the spread in this game is seven. I believe the Bears line spread is now two and a half, only a half a point difference from Trubisky as the starter. But I don't think the Cowboys should be favored by a touchdown over anyone, just to be a totally honest. But I mean, I don't know. It looks like Dallas is playing a lot better and I don't have a lot of faith in Colt McCoy Bart. Not, I mean, personally, they may move the ball a little bit better, but. I don't know, man.
0: I, I don't think they're going to win the game, but I think seven's too many points.
1: And then Falcons Saints. I mean, the Saints just look ridiculous right now. Like, are, are, is any? this is a 13-point spread. And the Falcons aren't that bad. Right. I don't understand. We, we talked about the Falcons.
0: If you're betting that game, obviously I'm not taking the under in any Saints game just because you don't know when they're going to go for 40 or 50. And I think Atlanta will move the ball better than, than Philly did. But I don't know how you can take Atlanta and the points in that game because the Saints might just blow them out. Like this is – the Falcons are – And that's that's a ton of points for a Falcons team that's pretty talented. Well, that's
1: that what I was going to say. Like, you
0: never know what's going to – which Falcons team will show up. So
1: three weeks ago we talked about the Falcons like they could make the playoffs and then they go lose to Cleveland and then lose it home to Dallas. And just just again with Dallas, like – Jason Garrett plays for a forty-plus yard field goal to win the game with a kicker. I don't even know the guy's name. Bill Mar. It's not Bill Maher, but it's like
0: I think it's Brett. Brett, I okay. think.
1: So he yeah, play, he Brett. plays for a field goal to win again. Like an like Jason Garrett's a dope, and he's going to save his job, and everyone in the NFC East is going to rejoice about it. But like the Falcons aren't that yeah, bad. He
0: might back his way into winning the division. Like,
1: but but you're right, Bart. This Falcons team, like for them to be a double-digit dog to any other team in the NFL, that that seems absolutely ludicrous. Like it feels like. But it also feels like New Orleans deserves that type of respect right now. Like they're just I mean, the Eagles, I told you this last week, like I don't think they're that good. And obviously the Bengals aren't that good, but like they're they're just eviscerating good teams, like, or talented teams. So like if this ends up being forty five to twenty-eight, is anyone gonna be
2: surprised? Uh no, I and you shouldn't be surprised. This team is clicking on all cylinders. Um, granted the the Eagles just there's something wrong with their offense this year and I've highlighted that in the past so I won't go into it but their defense is playing pretty good for having such a high power offense see the thing about the Saints is they're so dynamic in that they can kill you with the running game like people don't talk about that they've got Mark Ingram and they've got Alvin Kamara and they can destroy you and control the ball with the running game and they have Drew Brees who's thrown at 78 percent accuracy which is out of this world who's going to control the ball downfield and then he's not getting hit as well he's not taking sacks he's not getting hit and he can hit you for the big play so all of those three things how do you prepare as a defense and they can tailor their game plan to who they're playing so that's what makes them really dangerous the difference between them and kansas city and los angeles those teams are they aren't necessarily as dynamic as the saints or they can't do as much as well as the Saints, if that makes any
0: sense. That's
2: why I think the Saints are the best team, and that's why I think they deserve this 13 points, and they're probably going to win by 20.
0: I will say the the one thing to look out for in that game, for the Saints' offensive linemen are not practicing as of – I can't remember if it was yesterday or today. I think it was this afternoon.
1: Uh, one thing I am really excited about before we get into the college football uh, slate, just two games to talk about there, but – with the Saints, and I've mentioned – I don't know if I've actually mentioned this while we were recording. I have definitely said this to both of you. I'm really fucking excited to have a lot of money on the Saints in the playoffs when they need to get a big third or fourth down and Sean Payton puts in Tyson Hill to take the snap. Like, I'm really fired up for that because, look, I'm not, I'm not out here saying that, like, I think Sean Payton's an idiot or anything and, like – but. Like what the hell? Like I don't get this. Like everyone's like, oh yeah, Tyson Hill, great gadget player. Like why are we taking the ball out of Drew
2: Brees' hands on third down? I think he's got something special. He's setting up this whole season by doing this kind of consistently to do something insane in the playoffs. Like it's, I'm I think- telling you, it's gonna happen. It, it, this is I just know it's gonna happen. Like they're gonna. I be think it's down. gonna be good. I think it's good personally.
1: Yeah, what's going to be great is like when they play the when they play the Bears in the Superdome, like in the NFC Championship game, and yeah. they put in Tyson Hill with like a minute thirty to go, and they need a first down, and Khalil Mack just decapitates. And he's he's him. running on the ball, two minute drive, and he's flanking Drew Brees out. It's just like it's just like so stupid. Anyway, all right, two college football games this weekend that that are really really important. There are a number, but obviously the the uh, Friday night. West Virginia loses to Oklahoma state last weekend. So unfortunately uh, robbed us a little bit of a college football playoff, but Oklahoma has to go to West Virginia on Friday night. The over under in this game opened at 81. It is up to 83 and a half spoiler. I'm obviously taking the over, but your guys, what,
0: what number could that have been at where you wouldn't go over?
1: I thought about that this morning. Uh, I I think I would have, I think I would have taken it at 90 to be honest. I think I would have taken it at 90 and I'll get into the reasons why, because this is one of my picks of course, but West Virginia, Oklahoma, West Virginia two and a half point dog. Are we excited about this game? I think we should be, right? Friday night, like it, it should be a really fun game to watch, but are either of these teams West Virginia's out of it really, but if Oklahoma wins, are we looking forward to a world where they try to sneak into the college football playoff?
0: I would love for them to get into the playoff. Why is that? More Kyler Murray and, and Hollywood Brown is a
1: Yeah, I I uh I agree with that. And I and I I don't know. I just feel like Their defense is so bad. Like, just it's so. They gave up 40 points to Kansas. All three of their, again, we'll get into this later, but West Virginia, Ohio State, just should be a lot of fun. I do think that this is not a game that West Virginia will typically win. So, but then the other one, obviously, the biggest game of the weekend, Saturday. I think it's a noon game, right? It's always a noon game. Michigan at Ohio State. Michigan has not won in Columbus since 2000. I believe
0: that's changing. They're due.
1: They're due. Jim, all right. We'll, we'll talk about it. you guys. You guys start.
0: They're not just do. They're the they're the better team. Okay, so Ohio State sucks.
1: Michigan State hasn't beat. Or I'm sorry, Michigan has not. Jim Harbaugh has not beaten Ohio State. Am I? I'm correct about that, right? I didn't look this up because it wasn't on Wikipedia, so obviously didn't see it. But so yeah, Michigan, Ohio State on Saturday. You guys are both on Michigan. I take it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I would. I, I, I'm not more on Michigan that I'm against Ohio State after having them in that game against Maryland last week. And also live betting them to, in the second half and getting screwed when Maryland went for two.
1: Yeah, I uh, I actually originally took, I, I put Michigan minus five as one that I wanted. And then I was like, you know what? It's a rivalry game. I don't really want to take it. I don't want to go against a home dog. We know Ohio State could be good. One of the things that's really weird about Ohio State is they run so much zone read, but like Haskins doesn't really want to run. So in the Maryland, in the second half, they did that a little bit more. And he ran the ball. And all of a sudden it was like, all right, Ohio State can move the ball. But I do think there's a chance that Michigan just beats the piss out of them in in, uh, in Columbus. I think that could, I hope that happens. To tell you the truth.
0: I think they're just going to I think they're just going to run it down Ohio State's throat.
1: Also Urban Meyer like enough is enough, man. Like either you're you're sick and you can't coach or you're healthy and you can. Like his sideline antics, like what was going on? Like I, I, did you guys watch him on the sideline? He's like bed doubled over like he can't breathe. It was it was ridiculous he's, like, a he's a fraud
0: he was preparing for he was preparing for maryland to complete the upset and then he would have been checked into a, a college park hospital
2: yeah that, that's that you're saying that in jest but that's that's i true i know but it's coming off that we know that but our listeners might not know that but bart is being completely truthful and so am i that is exactly what would happen I just want everyone to know that I'm, I'm literally
1: perpetually fading Urban Meyer. Like, just, just for, for life. Like, I will never like that guy.
0: If we're skipping ahead to that, I didn't say anything about the Bears-Lions game. What's the deal with Matt Patricia in these press conferences acting like he's Bill Belichick and he's done anything in his coaching career where he can just be dicks to everyone? Yeah, not, to,
1: uh, not to plug Create Your Shots Tuesday episodes, but that is one thing that Smalls and I have routinely heard is that you need to try to be yourself and Matt Patricia is not doing a good job of that. Like, you can't be Nick Saban. or you can't.
0: Maybe he's just a dick and he is being himself.
1: Why is Matt Patricia telling reporters to have good posture? He's the sloppiest looking person on the planet. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I mean, like.
0: <laughs> they won the game against Carolina, so I guess I can't really insult him. But you're playing in a dome. Why are you practicing outside in the snow and rain or whatever? to prepare for the elements, when to make your team tougher when you're playing in a dome. I, I mean, it, they won the game, so I guess I can't bash them. I was
1: pretty on board with Matt Patricia just being not a very good coach in general before he got the job because the Pats D was never really very good. But then when somebody, I think it was Smalls's boy, Mike Lombardi, when he pointed out that Patricia had a pencil and then a laminated play sheet, I was like, oh, <laughs> that's pretty amusing because like, what, what are you writing on your play sheet? But whatever Matt is a loser like the Lions I mean and Ron Rivera too we're, we're getting into fades I guess right now we'll just skip the Tiger Phil thing but Ron Rivera I understand going for two and being a gambler like I, I like aggressive play calling but like why are you going for two with 107 left in the
0: game it was a terrible decision the Lions had three timeouts and let's say you tie the game Detroit's going to be way less aggressive. They've only got three downs. They might punt. They might have a bad first down play and just go, okay, we'll play for overtime. If you go up one, Detroit has to go for it. They're using all four downs to just try to get in field goal range with a pretty good kicker and crater. Way, way too much time left to do that. I definitely
1: looked at that and I was like, I think I said like, I wonder what the math is on that. And it it turns out that it's just kind of like, it's kind of like meh. It's like either or, like it's fine either way. But like for... For the Panthers, like, you're so much better than Detroit. They shouldn't even, in the game, to begin with, Galladay had an unbelievable catch to, I believe, go up 20-13 to or whatever. But I just, like, I did not understand that. Like, there was, like I said, if there's 10 seconds left, sure. You either win the game or you lose the game. It's whatever. But if if there's a minute seven left in a dome with Prater, you're exactly right. Like, there's no guarantee that you win that game. That was... That was an all-time bad coaching decision.
0: Just too much time left.
1: Like, so now we're looking at a Panthers team that they're six and four. They they could be eight and two. And or they could have lost the Eagles, too. So like I I don't know. The Panthers might not be good. It's it's they I don't know. And Cam did miss a wide open receiver, too, by the way. So like the play call wasn't terrible. Cam just you know, tricked off the throw. But all right, let's go to fades. Smalls, last year you faded Turkey. I hope you're not fading Turkey again.
2: <laughs> you know, it, it came in my mind, but then I was like, I, I I remember what I did last year. I remember it was Turkey. So I'm fading another Thanksgiving. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not. I'm actually fading. Uh, just
0: don't fade mac and cheese.
2: I'm fading the actually the whole idea and of Manny Machado not being like a benefit to your team. If you can sign that guy, right? Because what they're talking about right now is – these johnny hustle comments and that he doesn't hustle guys i mean what is he uh, I, and maybe i don't know is he tw- he's 25 26 27 years old he's in his he's time. worth he's worth 300 million dollars he's no question right away he makes you a contender especially in you insert him into any of those lineups that of those teams that can potentially sign him. And I'm mainly saying this because he's 26 small. I'm mainly saying this because I listen to Philadelphia radio and I listen to callers who I despise because they're idiots. And, and what they say, like, I don't want a guy like that on my team who doesn't hustle. It's like, dude, look at the talent. Look at what he can do in a ballpark. Like citizens bank, that guy will transform your team and help you get to the playoffs and maybe win. You know what hustling hustling is very important. I don't want to I, I think that's really good in the locker room and stuff like that. But when you're when you become a really good team, it's okay to have guys that bat 330 and hit 45 dingers and do 100 RBIs and 20 stolen. That's okay actually. That might actually help your team. So take your head out of your rear ends and embrace this dude, especially if he comes to your team. You're going to be excited um He's going to add to it. It's not like he's walking to first base every time. He didn't hustle a couple times. He went spikes up on a guy, all that kind of stuff. I I, I love Manny Machado. He's a great talent. I'd love to see him in Philadelphia. So I'm fading to everybody who's kind of, like, discussing these Johnny Hustle comments. Well, also, real quick, and, and Bart, I'm curious your opinion about this as a fellow baseball
1: guy. Like, it's hard for one guy to ruin a baseball locker room because the sport, although you do play on a team, is relatively individual in nature. So like. Have we seen somebody really ruin a baseball locker room just by themselves? I don't, I don't think so. I think
2: it's
0: more groups, like it, it, guys like John Ramirez Rocker, and Barry Bonds could get exact. That's a better example. Yeah, if a guy a that example. clearly no one on the team can like, I don't think he ruined it because he comes in the game and he gets some outs, and everyone everyone's happy.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I agree, Smalls. He is totally worth it. Uh, he he and Bryce Harper are three hundred million dollar guys. It's just the bottom.
0: 300, 300, not enough for Bryce.
1: Yeah, 300 is not enough for Bryce. It'll be, it'll, I mean, the, the, the Nats actually could. Now, I'm not saying they shouldn't sign Bryce Harper if they have the opportunity. They obviously should, but the Nats are actually in a little bit of a better situation. They do have Robles and Soto to replace Bryce at the outfield. So, like, if they don't get Bryce, it's not like the end of the world. It obviously still sucks. Uh, All right. I got, I got one fade, maybe two. We'll see how I'm feeling. I mean, this is the most clear fade I've ever had. Like, I love coaching. I miss coaching basketball. I like to analyze coaches. I'm fading Major Applewhite, the head coach of the Houston Cougars, for his nonsense with Ed Oliver last week. This was last Thursday. Ed Oliver hasn't played four games. Probably going to be a top five pick in the NFL draft. Allegedly was wearing a jacket that only uh, active players were allowed to wear on the sidelines. Yeah,
0: great, great team rule.
1: The stupidest rule I've ever heard. Uh, Ed Oliver, here's what you should have done when Major Apoid said that you couldn't wear the jacket. You should have said, that's fine. You should have done the jerk-off gesture, told him to go F himself, and then walked out of the locker room and never appeared back in Houston again. Gone and taken money from an agent so you could buy your own jacket and then go pro. Because this is, it's a joke. Like, If Ed Oliver's cold and he wants to wear a jacket, he should be able to wear a jacket. This is the stupidest rule I have ever heard in my life. I am not listening to Major Applewhite say like, hey, this is a rule. We can't let the best player on the team violate rules. Like, you're a joke. Let players wear jackets on the sidelines. I'm tired of football coaches doing dumb shit like
2: this. Well, Tyler, this is something I learned about earlier in my coaching career. We call those people inventors. Like they invented the game. I mean, they're Naismith. Like you can't – I totally agree with this. Stop with the dumb rules that don't – like academic rules. They're important, right? Team rules are important. But like having like something so minor and minuscule to everything –
1: yeah, that,
2: like, like that's what you're breaks. gonna go to, like, don't, like that's what you're gonna go to bat for. Ed Oliver forgets his own.
1: Yeah, he like I don't even know if he forgot his jacket. I don't know if he thought it wasn't gonna be cold. Like, just let him wear the freaking jacket. Like, what does it matter? And then people are like gonna ask Ed Oliver about like yelling at his coach, and it's gonna be a knock on Ed Oliver that like he maybe told Major Applewhite like f your stupid rules. And like, sure, I agree, like be respectful, but like, I don't see a scenario here where Ed Oliver's in the wrong. Like, this rule is so dumb. Like, it has nothing to do with him not following the rules to me. Like, just so stupid. But that that's mine. I'm I'm not ever going to root for Houston again. Like, wherever Major Apoid is, I'm just like, all right, you're an idiot. But Bart, you got to fade or no?
0: I do. I forgot this from a few days ago, but I just remembered it. I'm fading one of my favorite college football coaches. My guy, Chad Morris, suspending his starting two cornerbacks for talking to the Mississippi State Dance team, cheer team, whatever. Before the game, before they lost fifty-two to six, I don't see what the big deal is.
1: Yeah, that story, I don't get it. Like college kids talk to girls,
2: right? That's I mean, what we you know. That that's I mean, like you are eighteen to twenty-three years old. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> just kind of what happens. Like that's that's what's going on. And 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 let's be honest, that didn't contribute to the huge loss, right? They lost fifty-two to six. They suck. If they didn't do that, would they have lost 52-6? to six? My guess is yes. That's basically that's <laughs> my point. All right. Let's,
1: uh, oh, actually, I have one more fade. I'm fading Kevin Durant because he got fined for yelling at a, hes- a heckler to just watch the effing game. And then today he said, grown men can't come to games and heckle other grown men. That's corny. That's weak. Kevin, you make hundreds of millions of dollars for people to come to the game and tell you that they don't like you. Like, that's sports. Sorry, man. But like,
2: no, man. But just do it on Twitter. Do it under a burner account. That's that's way more manly. So just do is that. Kevin,
1: is Kevin Durant the softest professional athlete of all time? <laughs> like, what the nah, heck? Man? I think
2: there's way more, but I think you know, being that he has a star power and that he's just gotten like he got caught essentially. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. In our light, he is. But,
1: All right, um, let's go uh let's do it. Bart, you got any other stats before we go into picks? We will uh keep it going with Smalls me than you, but any other stats before picks?
0: It's more fun to give out the stats after a winning week. So let's let's get back to that next week.
2: All right, go ahead Smalls. Oh man. All right, let me start it off. I'm taking you guys to college football and I'm going against a team that won last week uh for me not, specifically. Not Buffalo
0: minus -14 and a half.
2: He's got he's picking that game later. I'm not picking that game.
0: Just lead off with Buffalo. Come on.
2: I'm taking a dud of a game. I'm taking Marshall getting three at FIU, Florida International. I like I like Marshall here, and I, I think they're going to win the game. So that's who I'm taking initially.
1: Oh, I love that. We're just going to start it right away. We're going West Virginia, Oklahoma over 83.5. I think that's what it is. Me too. Right at this exact moment. The over's nuts, like – I don't know how to explain how – like you said, I would have taken this at 90. Oklahoma's last three games have all gone into the 90s. They've given a 40-plus to – they gave up 40 to Kansas. They can't stop to anyone. If this game goes less than 100, I'd be really surprised. Both offenses are in the top 10. Oklahoma's number one in the country. West Virginia's ninth in scoring. And I don't know that West Virginia really has a ton to play for. So, like, my assumption is this is, like, 52 to 45 or, like, 56 to 49 or something like that. But I, I just – if this goes under, we're done betting for the
0: year. For the real degens, if this game gets off to a slow start, which it could, just live bet the shit out of this when that live total starts <laughs> dropping. Every opportunity you get.
1: I also really liked, I, I couldn't decide. I think Oklahoma minus two and a half is the play. I know people are like, oh, West Virginia is a little bit better, but I just don't know that they have something to play for. It is senior day for Will Greer. Not sure if that really matters. They'll show his wife a ton and like talk about his dad and everything, but like, I don't know. It just feels like Oklahoma has something to play for. So if you do really want to degen it off on Friday night too, and you know you can't bet the under in this, otherwise you hate fun. Did, but,
0: did that Monday uh, night game just make you think like, how's Lincoln Riley not going to be on the Browns by next week? The NFL wants this.
1: You're a hundred percent right about that Bart. That's an unbelievably good point. Like that's what the NFL wants. Like nobody cares about yeah, defense. They do, Even they do the
0: not defense. want what we're going to see in the Redskins Cowboys game. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. All right, Smalls. All right, it's going right to me. I, I I think I need to make a correction. I think I said Marshall's getting three. They're actually a 3-point favorite on the road against FIU. I that's gotta,
0: why I, I love I gotta them. I to start checking your lines again. Too much. You no, know, no,
2: you're good. You're good. And now listen, I'm taking my winner from last week, Washington State at home versus Washington. Yeah. Yeah, big time rivalry. They're a three-point favorite. I'm taking my man Mike Leach. Gonna win the game. Gonna dominate and destroy Washington. Take them three point well, What's uh, what's that rivalry called? I think it's called the Apple, right? Something. Yeah, like the, the Apple, Cup. Cup. The Apple Cup. Cup. I knew it was some. I was gonna say Apple Classic, but the Apple Cup sounds a lot better. I I did not. Think you I
0: would like that, that pick. I think Leach is trying to run scores up a little bit so they can sneak in. though I'm not sure it's possible, but I do like that one.
1: Uh, all right, I'm going to give you two in the same game. This is against Bart's guy, Chad Morris. I got Missouri minus 23, and I got the over of 61.5.
0: This is... That was 23?
1: I think it was 23. What is it now?
0: No, no I just didn't hear you.
1: Yeah, yeah, 23. Uh, and over is 61.5. It's senior day for Drew Locke at Missouri. Uh, Missouri is honestly like a relatively underrated. They they had a, a kind of a slow start to the year, but thirteenth in in a like in all these advanced metrics, thirteenth in the FEI, eleventh in simple rating system, twenty second in the S and P. Arkansas stinks. They give up points in bunches. Like this is going to be an absolute bloodbath. Like I think Missouri is going to go over by themselves. So I, I don't see any scenario where Arkansas comes within forty five of Missouri in this game. So
0: another good bet with Arkansas down both of their starting corners.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's. A, I don't understand. I guess the only reason this over-under is so low is because...
0: Arkansas they might not Arkansas, put up much.
1: Yeah, but, like, do we think... I don't think there's any way Missouri scoring less than 56. Like, they they, they are going to light it up with Drew Locke on senior day. I'm just, I'm,
0: so if we get a, a team total line Friday afternoon, look for the Missouri over there as well?
1: I, I gave it out. It's
0: 61.5. I mean, the team total as well.
1: Oh, yeah. If you get a team total and you can get it at 50 over all right that's two for me you go barb
0: all right i'm gonna give you two just to start catching up since i've got eight i bet against this team last week i'm gonna bet against them again florida state sucks give me the gators on the road lane six and a half deandre francois is not gonna do this two weeks in a row florida's gonna eat their offensive line alive
1: I told you, Philly pretzel, man. Philly pretzel. Somehow Florida State wins outright in that game. It doesn't make sense, man. If
2: we don't get sponsored by Philly pretzels pretty soon, because I've coined that. That phrase has been used on, like, everyone
0: since. I just want any sponsorship. It doesn't need to be a pretzel company.
1: We, well, they, we had sponsors interested in your get-right game of the week, and then you stopped doing yeah, it you because they kept losing. Because they okay.
0: kept
2: losing. Yeah, you're out.
0: Here's, here's my get-right game of the year. This game's to make a bowl game. Jeremy Pruitt's about bringing traditions back to Tennessee. You know what one of their greatest traditions is?
1: Beating Vanderbilt.
0: Beating the shit out of Vanderbilt and Kentucky. <laughs> he beat Kentucky two weeks ago. He's going to beat Vanderbilt this week. Tennessee plus three and a half. Get right, balls game of the week.
2: All right, Smalls, you're third. All right, uh, let me take you to the NFL, everybody. I'm Taking a team who won last week for me again, but I think is going to be very competitive in the game. They're coming to Denver, uh, the air. Everyone talks about the air. The Broncos are used to it, baby. They're getting three points at home versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. I love the Broncos. I hate Case Keenum, but I love the Broncos, and I think they're going to keep this one close, and it's going to come down to a field goal at the end of the game, and my man Brandon McManus is going to hit it. And that's about it, boys. That's three and zero for you. I, I love,
1: I love you. I, I think I texted Bart that I thought Denver was a live dog this week. It's just a really good spread for them.
0: Yeah, Ben's always a little worse on the road, though. I can't imagine he's going to play as bad as he did last week.
1: No, I mean he was so bad against Jacksonville. Like they, their defense. I, I don't know. Like. Two things that were hilarious this weekend. Chargers losing to Denver was absolutely the most Chargers loss of all time. Just like we hadn't seen it yet this year, but just a vintage loss. Anthony Lynn is an idiot. Phillip Rivers, on third down in the fourth quarter, they're trying to run out the clock. Denver has no timeouts left, and they call a screen pass. And and Phillip Rivers just throws it into the ground to stop the clock. Like, obviously, Denver, Denver wins as time expires. Good for them. And then vintage Jacksonville – they go up 16 nothing. It looks like they have no chance to lose the game. All they do is just run Leonard Fournette a million times and then somehow manage to lose the game at the end after like – I mean, the, did you see the touchdown to Antonio Brown, Bart, That when it was like 16 nothing, and they just threw it and there was a face mask and all of a sudden Antonio Brown's open by himself yep. for like an 80-yard TD?
0: Like, he just scores every week, it seems.
1: Jacksonville, unbelievable. All right, I'll give you my fourth and then I – right, Let me be,
0: jump in before you give this pick out. Just based on what you're saying, I'm not giving this one out, but the Cardinals getting 13 against the Chargers just seems like too many points. Like, can you really trust the Chargers to cover that game?
1: They've covered, they've covered against bad team. They've covered against bad team. I know. I
0: I just don't trust, trust them in such a big spread. And the other one, John Gruden is a moron. He's actively trying to lose games
1: good tank yeah, they're no they're tanking uh, they they are 100 percent
0: they won right. in spite of him last week
1: correct which was lucrative for you we should actually talk about that that you and smalls are in a survivor pool smalls is, smalls long eliminated. is no,
0: no longer but in that you, one
1: you have a 1 in 31 chance of winning a lot of money i will not give the actual number out in case the irs listens yeah, but that's, it's insane. 31 people left to win it I mean, won't matter
0: the, the pats will lose this week Gonna take a division game and the road team. Both things. You now you not uh,
1: do. now you jinxed yourself, which I didn't think you would do.
0: Okay, I said they're gonna lose.
1: Reverse jinx incoming. Bart's gonna Bart, All right, I'm gonna give you my fourth. I believe Bart has this game also, so it'll be easy for him to give this and again and another. Uh, we're gonna go to Rock Hill, South Carolina, and we That's are gonna Olivia.
0: take.
1: No, isn't the game in Clemson? I thought the game was at Clemson.
0: Rock Hill would not be in Clemson.
1: Uh, what What is uh, what is where Clemson is? Clemson. All right, whatever. Clemson, <laughs> South Carolina. We're taking the over 58. I do think the, the spread is fine, too. It was, it was high, though, and I don't like taking huge spreads in rivalry games. But obviously, Clemson is, is scoring the shit out of the ball of late. And for some reason, Vegas has been giving credit to South Carolina's defense. They're 63rd in the country in scoring defense. And only one Power 5 team has scored less than 24 points against them this year, and that's Vanderbilt. And Vanderbilt sucks. Clemson scoring 45 in this game. Dabo really actually may run it up against South Carolina. I, people who don't know this, these teams hate each other. It's a huge rivalry in, in South Carolina. South Carolina scores 31 and a half on the road, so like 45-14 seems possible. I think we're going to get 50 from Clemson, and I do think we'll get 17-24 to 24 from South Carolina and Jake Betley but i would roll it on this over. I I have no idea how this is lower than 65 cuz i think Clemson's going to absolutely lay the wood shed to them
0: on Saturday. I'm, I'm on this game but not the over. I'm laying the 20 I have it right here. I'm laying the I'm laying the 26 with Clemson. I've never seen a quarterback talk more trash and do less on the field than Jake Bentley specifically about this game. Clemson's just going to run it up on them. I think this one is a repeat of the worst beating South Carolina has ever taken. I'm going 63 17 Tigers good for an over. Though I'm not sure South Carolina gets to 17, but I think Clemson could go over by themselves.
2: All right, I'm going uh I'm going right back to the NFL baby and you know what they said, Chris, don't drink the Kool-Aid. Smalls, do not drink the Kool-Aid. But you know what I'm doing? I'm taking a big bowl. I'm dumping a couple packets of red Kool-Aid in there. I'm mixing it all up, and I'm chugging that thing. Give me the Colts minus 7.5 at home versus the Dolphins. Ryan Tannehill coming back. Oh, my God, Ryan Tannehill's coming back. Now, the Dolphins stink. Frank Reich's a goddamn genius. And Andrew Luck's having his best season in years. The guy looks electric. He's underrated right now. He's underrated right now. People aren't talking about him, and he's just slinging TDs. They're going to win this game running away, and that half point spread, people are going to look at it and be like, oh, I want to take the Dolphins. There's no way the Colts – the Colts are going to score 35 points here. The Dolphins might score 17. Might. They're probably going to score 10. So there you go. That's a lock for you all.
1: I feel good about not taking that one now. I I, I I like that spread too. Also, Rock Hill is where Winthrop is. Not sure how I got confused about that. Maybe because there is a rock in Clemson Stadium, something like Howard's Rock that they think is like a big deal. I should have just said fucking Death Valley, but I'm an idiot. All right, Keep last one for the me. Hands
0: off the rock.
1: Last one for me, and admittedly, I had a really hard time finding a, a fifth pick. I wanted to do something in Alabama, Auburn, couldn't really, couldn't really figure it out either way. I think the under might be the play in that just game. Blindly
0: bet that first half, per usual.
1: Yeah, a hundred percent. Bet Bama first half, Auburn second half. Easy enough. You'll win both. Kate. So I. I decided that I was going to, take, I'm going to take Green Bay plus three and a half at Minnesota on Sunday night, mainly because I just wanted to shout out that Kirk Cousins stinks in prime time and I hate him. Four and so six Green right Bay, time in prime time. Green Bay, eighth in DBOA, easiest remaining schedule and coming off a longer layoff. Kirk Cousins, we see what this guy does. They have a chance to win a big game and he just can't do it. This is a huge game in the NFC North. Green Bay's four, five, and one. Minnesota's five, four, and one. I think if Green Bay wins this, they have a real chance to get a wild card in the NFC, which I, I, I thought was over after they lost last week. And then looking at it, their schedule is pathetic the rest of the way. I don't know if Rodgers wants to win this game. Maybe he just wants to lose, so Mike McCarthy's done. But I think Green Bay's the better team. And like I said, I just don't have faith in Kirk Cousins in big moments to come through. And so we're just going to take Green Bay. This is mainly because I wanted to talk shit about Kirk Cousins. But I do think, like, give me the three and a half. And and for sure, if you see it at three, I would buy the half. I would buy the hook. but. That's my last one. Bart, you have 27 picks left?
0: Just, just four more to go. We'll go with the two Thanksgiving picks we've got. Redskins, Dallas over. Jay Gruden's always found a way to move the ball. This is the worst his offense has ever looked. Coinciding with Alex Smith really just not playing, playing well. Colt McCoy knows the system, as I said earlier. He's going to move the ball. He's very comfortable. This game is going to go over the 40 and a half. The other one, Falcon Saints over 60. I, I'm never betting a St. under with Drew Brees under center. Okay. And then you have two more Sunday games or Saturday games? Sunday. You want those right now also? I think Smalls is the one yeah. left.
2: Just no, Smalls, you're I done. one right. left.
1: Oh, go right. Smalls. Sorry. No problem. I'm, I'm no done. problem.
2: No rush, guys. No rush. But uh, I'm taking the Texans Monday night, baby. Six-point favorites. Uh, again, Smalls, this is classy. You getting sucked in. Um, but – I just think the Texans are way better. Uh, Mario is limited on practice on Wednesday. I, I just I see the Texans just dominating this game and seeing an end for Mike Vrabel. Um, I don't think his team's very good, and they've won a bunch of games that they shouldn't, in my opinion. And the Texans are going to put a stop to that. And Deshaun Watson's going to go out there and dominate Bart. Like I said earlier in the season, Deshaun Watson, Watson looks a little different. He's playing better. I love the Texans. He sucked last week. He just Dude, had to shake the rust off. It, you gotta watch the games. You gotta watch Deshaun Watson. He's getting with you, He's moving better. He's reading the defense a little better.
0: That throw to Hopkins good. was awesome. All
2: right, I'm not getting sucked into this.
1: Your your last two pick, also, by the way, Smalls, if you get this game at -6 uh, and the Titans roll out Blaine Gabbert, print freaking money. Uh, yeah, uh, Smalls, that's your part. Right, your last two.
0: What would you say the line should be with Blake Bortles going into Buffalo to face Josh Allen?
1: I don't know, but I saw the over-under It was like 36 or something. It's
0: 37. I'm going under it. Jacksonville just wants to run the ball. The Bills' defense is pretty good. Buffalo wants Josh Allen to make no mistakes. They're just going to play super conservative. I think as long as there's not – Three defensive slash special team scores. I'm safe going under the 37 with this one. And the last the last pick, my guy Nick Mullins and Jameis Winston going over 54 and a half. <laughs> the Bucks defense blows. The 49ers not great against the pass. This game's going gonna sail over 54 and a half.
1: I, I actually saw that spread and saw how high it was, and in my mind I was like, how is Nick Mullins gonna score 55 points? And I was like, oh yeah, it's the Bucs. All right. Let's recap our picks. And then, yeah, let's just recap our picks. Anyway, any, any final thoughts? Any thoughts on Tiger and Phil? Anybody going to order it? Anybody going to bet on it? It's uh, Friday on pay per view. For some reason, we need to give guys that are hundred millionaires an extra 25 bucks. I think but. Phil
0: cares more. So I might bet him. He's a dog. I'm not going to watch. Hopefully I just make money without even watching a one hole.
1: Tigers minus 190 today, Phil's plus 165. The two of them allegedly placed a $200,000 bet on who wins the first hole. So that's actually kind of interesting. But, I I mean, I'm not going to bet it, and I'm definitely not ordering I it.
2: believe it's Birdie the first hole, right? It, it's Phil Birdie the first hole? Or they might be winning, yeah, so. but they've got a lot of side wagers going on. Uh, it will be on in the Angelos household, and I'll be tuning in. I'm, I'm excited for it. I want to see – How it is from a broadcast perspective, and if it's got legs. So I'm pumped for it. I'm gonna watch it, and I'm going Tiger all the way because that's my guy.
1: Yeah, I I I don't know, man. I've enjoyed them kind of like talking about each other the last couple weeks. They had the 24 seven on HBO that was pretty good. Yeah, I watched it. Yep, it was pretty good. Like their trash talk seems scripted, but the them talking about like what each guy meant for golf and stuff is, is pretty amusing. And then Tiger saying that he's been in Phil's head for 20 years. I <laughs> pretty, but. All right, Smalls, you're five. I'll give my five. Bart gives his 12, and then we will wrap it up. Let
2: me run through them. So I'm taking Marshall favored by three points at FIU. I'm taking Washington State at home favored by three against Washington. And then I'm taking Broncos getting three at home versus the Steelers. Then I'm taking the Colts, favored seven and a half points. Uh taking on Miami. And then the Texans at home favored six and a, six points, baby. Texans. Five and a week coming from Sir Smalls. All
1: right. I got West Virginia, Oklahoma over 83 and a half. Missouri at home against Arkansas, Missouri minus 23, and the over of 61 and a half in that game. South Carolina Clemson over 58 in Clemson. And then Green Bay plus three and a half versus Minnesota. I believe that is on Sunday night. Bart?
0: Oklahoma, West Virginia over 83 and a half. Florida minus six and a half. Tennessee plus three and a half. Clemson minus 26. The Redskins and Cowboys over 40 and a half. The Saints Falcons over 60. The Jags Bills under 37. The 49ers and Bucks over 54 and a half.
1: And what's the – yeah, that's it. That's it. And then Bart's taken Phil plus 165 that he forgot. So that is it from us. Smalls and I, I believe we'll be back on Tuesday. Might actually be a break this week, but uh, we will tweet it out and let you know. Uh, If you like what you hear, please leave us five stars on iTunes, five-star review. If you do that and you send me a screenshot of it, I will send you a koozie. You can check those out on Instagram. Uh, looking for an intern to help us with some sound production and social media hit us up at createyourshot at gmail.com we are create your shot on twitter create your shot pod on instagram and create your shot on facebook other than that thanks as always for listening and like i said before thanksgiving is a great time of the year wherever you are and you're listening happy thanksgiving from create your shot and if you're a coach and you are on the road best of luck in your tournaments and i hope everyone picks winners this weekend thanks as always for listening